team car was passing on the left on a really narrow road, beeping his horn, and he basically passed another guy really close, and I was on the inside of him, and he came across to move out the way and just took my wheel out, basically. Welcome to the British Continental Podcast, brought to you by Continental. Continental have been supporters of the domestic road scene for over 25 years. The go-to tyre brand for elite riders, from the off-camber cobbled corners of the Durham Tour Series to the farm tracks of the Cycle Classic. Hello and welcome to the third of our daily Baby Giro shows, bringing a roundup of the day's action together with diary entries from Tom Glogue, Harrison Wood and Holdsworth Sappy. Stage three from Chesanatico to Chesanatico was 133 kilometres long and featured over 2,000 metres of climbing. After a flat first 29 kilometres, the stage then included four categorised climbs in relatively quick succession, culminating in the Category 1 Barbotto climb, which topped out with around 43 kilometres to go. After that, it was pretty much all downhill to the finish. It was a day for the breakaway today with Alessio Bonelli from the Biesi Everdi team taking the spoils over Luca Colnaghi in an eight-man tussle for the win. The main bunch rolled in 26 seconds later and included our diarists Tom Glogue and Harrison Wood, who crossed the line together, as well as Trinity Racing's two Bens, Healy and Turner. Holdsworth Sappy's best finisher was once again Dan Hooks, who finished in the main bunch as well. Juan Hayuso retains the pink jersey, while Ben Turner remains in fourth overall, just 13 seconds back. And our own Tom Glogue lies 22nd, 21 seconds behind the leader. Tomorrow's pan-flat 27-kilometre individual time trial should result in a GC shake-up before the race heads into the mountains on stage five. In our diary entries today, we hear first from Tom, who had a relatively uncomplicated stage. He talks about how the heat has affected the race so far, weighs up the potential GC contenders, and says he hopes to fare better in the stage four time trial than he did in his last TT, and he came dead last. Listeners should check out our interview with Tom from earlier in the series to find out the full story there. Harrison is up next. He experienced a better day today, despite a small crash in which he broke his shoe and says he's looking forward to tomorrow's time trial, tipping his teammate Dan Hool for the win. Holdsworth Sappy's dispatch has yet to arrive, so we'll add that in as soon as we can. So, Baby Zero, stage three, ticked off. Um... Yeah, it was was a bit cooler today, but another another good day on the bike. Um, for the team, exactly the same roles as, as previous days. It's the last of the flat quotation mark days. It's not they're not really that flat. Still pretty punchy. Um, Two thousand one hundred meters today again. Um, and yeah, so it was Luke and Luke and Ben Turner had a free roll. Me and Healy was just to lose. No time, or as little time as possible for GC, and Ollie was kind of doing the the odd the odd bits and pieces for the team, um, and that's how the day ended up playing out. Um, Luke and Luke and Ollie did did their job and dropped off on the the middle of the, the three rollers in the middle of the stage, and um, me, Healy, and Turner were all in the front group. Unfortunately, we didn't catch the breakaway, so. Turner didn't place 
in the in the top ten, I think maybe maybe placed in the top ten, maybe not, but not you know not not in the podium contention, which he's definitely strong enough to do, um, because the break wasn't caught. Um, he would have definitely had a good run in had it been had it been a uh, a full on bunch sprint, and uh, yeah, me and he just rolled in with the the, the main group and with, without time loss to GC contenders. So yeah, overall a good day out. Um, and yeah, on on to the next one in that respect, but. Uh, I've got a few questions to answer from the, the big boss over at British Continental, so I'll get to that bit now as well. Um, the first question being, how's the heat affected the race? Um, and I think it's been, so far, it, it just makes people more tired and, and tire quicker. Uh, and it makes the race more unpredictable as a consequence because different people deal with the heat in different ways, particularly the guys not from Italy tend to fare significantly worse than the guys from Italy who are used to racing in it. Um, maybe even the Colombians, because it's, it's not often that you're racing in such high temperatures, even, even in Colombia. So yeah, that's been, that's been interesting. Um, and it kind of creates unpredictable racing because you don't know how hard you can push it because all the, all your normal limits are kind of thrown into disarray just because you're feeling pretty tired and drained all the time. Um, and in terms of how to deal with it, the answer is I don't, I don't really know. Um, drink as much as possible and pour water over your head. And that's, that's kind of how you manage it the best. I don't know if it's, you know, it's never going to be like riding in part of small conditions, but it, it means that you don't get dehydrated and, and keep the body cool. Although actually, it do, you know, I, it, as a consequence, you, you end up stopping for, to, um, to relieve yourself in the race quite a lot as a result because you're drinking so much. Um, or I found that anyway, just I'd rather drink too much than too little. Uh, another question is, do you have a sense of who the strongest contenders for GCR? Or is it too early to say? Um, and yeah, you kind of have a feel for it, although it's too early to say specifically who's got it and who's not because we're not in the mountains yet. Um, I'm, Healy lost a few, a few minutes on that really hot stage too, but I'd still class him as one of the strongest, um, just because I know what he can do, I know what he's capable of. Ayuso is looking very good as he was more or less the pre-race favourite. So is Van der Nabil, so, so far it looks like the predictions pre-race are, are panning out pretty well, but Colombians are looking really good actually too. Um, um, they did, they did well not to lose any time on the, on the flatter stuff. And yeah, they're definitely going to be dangerous in the mountains. So I'd say it probably is a bit early to say, but so far the predictions are more or less looking spot on. Um, and so the question is how, the next question is how do you think you'll go in the TT? Um, honestly, probably not as well as other GT contenders. Um, so the simple fact, I haven't won the TT in two years and, um, I haven't put enough time in on my TT bike, which, yeah, is, is my fault, but I'll do the best I can possibly can do, um, limit time losses and, and go in on the mountains, but yeah, it's going to be a, a learning experience for me. Um, but I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it, to be honest, uh, to, to, um, yeah, just because I haven't done it in a while. So I have no idea what to expect. And the last question, oh, when was the last time you did TT event like that? Yeah. 
two years. He's going to be tour of Wales, so a year and a half ago, and that as a as as a few of you may know, that didn't go too well. I came dead last, so yeah, hopefully better than that tomorrow. Otherwise, it may not be such a happy diary entry <laughs> um, tomorrow evening. But yeah, that's where we are. Chat to you guys later. Stage three of the Giro completed. Um, another good day in the Emilia-Romagna region. Uh, today it was in Cesenatico. I'm finishing in Cesenatico, hometown of where Marco Pantani was born or something like that. So that was quite cool. And also obviously the home roads of uh, of Zappi Racing Team. Uh, so yeah, but no, it was it was a uh, definitely a nice a nice route. Uh, pretty narrow, made for some. Quite nervous racing, technical descents, some shorter climbs as well. So that was good. Um, personally, yeah, it was it was uh, it was better today, a lot better than yesterday, which was disappointing. Yesterday definitely, but today was better, so I can take some confidence from that. That's for sure. Um, <clears throat> I think, sort of racing wise, we had a plan to not really take control of it and let Colpac sort of see what they were going to do, and in the end, we. I started riding at the finish to try and bring the brake back, but just had too much time really in the end, uh, which was a bit annoying because stands in really good shape and could have probably won the the sprint then quite quite easily maybe, and that could have been the stage win. But that's how these things go. Um, yeah, I had a small crash sadly on the on the second to last climb, just a bit of a stupid one. But the team car was passing on the left on a really narrow road, beeping his horn and. He basically passed another guy really close and I was on the inside of him and he came across to move out the way and just took my wheel out, basically. Um, which was annoying. and waste a bit of energy. Also, broken shoe. So I did the next 30k with a broken shoe because of the technical nature of it. I didn't really want to stop for the car. So I waited until the end and then changed my shoe, so that was all right. Um, and then... Yeah, that was it really from today. Um, and yeah, looking forward to tomorrow, which is the TT. Obviously, something I can look forward to a bit. The last TT I did was Nationals as a first year in like a sort of bigger race. And there I did quite a good ride. So hopefully I'll have similar TT legs. Uh, obviously, day four, nobody really knows. It's been three quite hard days of racing, actually. So that'll definitely be an, uh, a factor. I think obviously we've got I think the favourite, if I'm honest, Dan, who's Dutch TT champion, powerhouse. So I think it will suit him, and Stan also is is uh, is still on is is only fifth or sixth from GC. So you don't know; it could be possible that he's in uh, he's in the pink jersey tomorrow night. You just you just don't know. Um, and I think obviously over here it's been pretty warm. Tomorrow looks like rain actually for the TT, which could add another dimension to it. But like the heat, obviously, it's a big factor, I think, in the race so far. It's just that you make one effort and it's harder to recover from that effort. So I think it's meant some guys, yeah, like yesterday for myself, was really struggling. But today was a lot better. Uh, and just like in the race, it's just trying to drink as much as possible. Um, and relying on your swan years to make sure they're in good spot for feeding and stuff. Um, which is always nice. Uh, and GC-wise, yeah, I think, obviously... We saw yesterday that Ayuso was really strong. 
um, from Colpac. And they also had two other guys really strong. But I think, looking at it, yeah, you can't really tell yet. You know, like, I mean, the really long climbs. So it's completely different when you do a 10-minute effort compared to when you're doing a 30, 40-minute effort. Um, so I think we'll find out at Sestela, who's really in the GC battle. And especially tomorrow as well with the TT, who loses time. So, ciao for now. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please do leave us a nice review. You can subscribe on all the usual channels and you can follow us on social media. On Twitter, we are at British Conti and on Instagram, we are at the British Continental. And please do visit our website for more interviews, journals, previews and news at thebritishcontinental.co.uk.